Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. In our last session, we finished the Gospel of John, which was the last of the Gospels. We're now ready to read the book of Acts. Uh, the Acts of the Apostles is the long title, but uh, the book of Acts is what we all call it. So, the book of Acts was written by Luke, and it was written as a letter and it would be a pretty long letter, but it was written to his friend Theophilus. So I don't know for sure if it was written as one big letter or if there were um, multiple letters, but nonetheless, it's uh, it would be a pretty big letter. But the book of Acts uh, stretches into 28 chapters. All right, but Luke wrote this to Theophilus, and this was... Uh, just like the Gospel of Luke, it was written to instruct him on, you know, the church and how the disciples proceeded, you know, after uh, Jesus had been resurrected. So that's what its purpose is for us as well, to instruct us on where the disciples, the apostles went from, you know, the resurrection of Jesus onward, how they moved forward, and how the early church started. And there's a lot of good examples and a lot of good things in the book of Acts for us today. Um, we should want to be, let's see if I can say this correctly, we should want to be a part of the church. Um, denominations and all that other stuff, that's all man-made, and it's, it's fine in a way, but it's kind of like clickish and it's kind of like making your own little club we should want to be really a part of the lord's church regardless of what we call our local congregation like our local congregation might be you know the uh, i don't know but anyway it doesn't matter whatever your lo local congregation is it might have any number i like i went to an oak grove church you know and it was uh it was a baptist church when i was young i don't go to that and i don't consider myself a Baptist. I don't, um, like I said, denominations are not really from the Lord, so I don't really consider those to be authentic. However, there's nothing, there's nothing wholly wrong with them unless or until they go against the Word of God in some manner. If they don't do that, then they're okay. Um, but if they go against the Word of God, then it's a whole other story. So, nonetheless, we should all want to be a part of the church the way, um, the way it was established by, you know, Jesus in a way established, you know, really established it with the, the disciples, the apostles, okay? Because he established those were the, uh, the front runners, those were the, the, uh, the beginners of, of the church. And um, <clears throat> we should want to be a part of that church and continue that church in our own local congregation. And uh, that's, uh, you know, that's, and that's why, I mean, a lot of churches are the Church of Christ. It's really not a denomination. They, they just want to follow the church that uh, Jesus established through the apostles. And they want, to, uh, they want to follow what was done here in the early church, you know. So... Alright, that was a long intro, and I apologize for that if that was too much for you. But, nonetheless, so we're in the book of Acts, and this is chapter 1. 
In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach, until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. To them he presented himself alive after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. So this is something of note. Jesus, Jesus appeared to them after he rose again for about 40 days. Now, that it doesn't say that necessarily he appeared to them every day all the time, but <clears throat> it does apply, uh, it does imply that during these 40 days that, you know, he spoke to them about the kingdom of God. He was still teaching them many things. Okay, <clears throat> and while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. That is awkwardly phrased, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. There, that was better. That's more the way it's supposed to sound. So verse 6, So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So here's another point that we're going to know when Jesus returns. He's going to come back in the sky. <clears throat> There's not going to be some sneaky, secret return of Jesus, which some have led others to believe in the past. Nonetheless, don't want to get off on, on a wild topic, but just so you know... We will know when Jesus returns. There will not be any doubt. Verse 12. <clears throat> then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. A Sabbath day's journey away. There we go. And when they had entered, they went up to the upper room where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot and Judas the son of James. All these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer together with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers. In those days Peter stood up among the brothers. The company of persons was in all about 120 and said, Brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us and was allotted in his share oh, no, pardon me. For he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. 
Now this man bought a field with the reward of his wickedness, and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels gushed out. And it became known to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their own language, Akeldama, I'm, I'm going to go with that, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, May his camp become desolate, and let there be no one to dwell in it, and let another take his office. <clears throat> Pardon me. So one of the men who have accompanied, accompanied us during all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. And they put forward two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also called Justus and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which one, which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias. And he was numbered with the eleven apostles. It's interesting that they cast lots for them. It's like they couldn't decide, and they finally decided just to go ahead. Obviously, they were both, you know, good guys. Um, but, uh... I find it odd that they cast lots to make the final decision. It's, well, it's just something to remember and think about. Um, that, is a, that is an odd way to make that choice. Nonetheless, um, that is the end of chapter 1 of Acts, and they, uh, they decided to replace Judas with Matthias. And let's see, this is before, still before the coming of the Holy Spirit. They, are, they were waiting for that to happen. And they, uh, they replaced Judas so they would be back to, you know, a full number of 12 apostles. So I want to thank you for, for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God loves you.